Hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. That's everything all the time. Careful, it bites. Hop Slam. Man, that used to be like a, a cult beer. You like, know what? It still seems like the sales are going pretty well. Um, yeah. Although I've heard that in general, Bell's isn't doing that great. Yeah. So they just, it, again, it's another part of the industry, right? Where like everybody used to buy, like uh, Vine and Vine owner was telling me that he used to sell like cases of Two Hearted every week. And he said he can't even sell it anymore. Like, it's just not moving. And he's like, the IPA game is so crazy right now with all the new stuff that's coming out. He's like, the interest in Bells or Two-Hearted, like, I just, it's just not the same anymore, you know? Yeah, I think Bells is one of those things that we couldn't get it in San Diego. You used to not be able to get everything. Right. And yeah. that used to be like, oh. So I think it- the importance of, or I guess it's that, that Russian River kind of mentality, yeah. right, where you can the hard to get nature of it where you know but you there comes a point where you have to say i i don't know like why shouldn't bells be available right like how come we can't have it you know and then but it's that people want what they can't have kind of thing so it's like once you get it like once you get it you don't want it you know it's like but i I don't know i think it's like with hop slam i buy it every year just because i think it's i mean again this is kind of my even though i had it on saturday i was too drunk to remember what it was tasting like but it's usually always great. <laughs> you know, like, I I kind of feel like Hop Slam is kind of this lost IPA out there. That still tastes great. Yeah, it's great. That people don't give a shit about anymore. Mm-hmm. But maybe they rolled out, you know. Yeah. Not at, not at a good time. Not I don't know. Yeah, I mean, may, the weird thing is that, we you know, there's all these breweries that people used to talk about, like Bells and Founders and things like that. Yeah. And they finally are available, and it seems like nobody gives a shit at all. And I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's just because again, state of the, and maybe we're in this weird bubble in San Diego because there are too many of the locals, and the local focus is always a big thing. And you know, maybe even with the locals, we can't focus. You know, so how can we yeah. focus on everybody else if we can't even focus on our own brands? Yeah, it's a tough. It's a, it's a tough market if you're coming in here from another brewery, even if we were desired at a time. Too hearted. Yeah. People love that beer. Sure. But here, I mean, does it really put a drop in the bucket? It's still a solid IPA, so. but does it compete with whatever no. San Diego is currently making? And San Diego is kind of like the, they're the ones who kind of made a namesake for what the modern day IPA is, yeah. right? I mean, except for the hazy stuff, which is more like Hitty Topper and things like that, which yeah. that's a New England style, right? So besides that, but I mean, like the regular West Coast IPAs were essentially born in San Diego. Yeah. You know, that for, to, you know, to put it plainly, like even Stone will take credit for saying like, we're the first like Stone, you know, West Coast style, da, 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 da. Aggressive. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gargoyles. <laughs> they're protectors, they're beer protectors. That's what they're Oh, doing. they're beer protectors? That's right. That's a gargoyle. They don't protect everything, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Especially not Stone's business. Woo! Oh, shots fired. That's a little drink break for the, the, for you kids out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, Hop Slam is like, you're right. 
It's a great IPA. I think somebody was double IPA, right? I believe so. It's eight. It's like yeah. eight and a half. I think. Yeah. I like the artwork. It it pops on a shelf. Totally. Come on. It's expensive. It's expensive. It's very expensive for a double IPA. I'm cheap. I make beer and I'm like, I don't want to spend twenty. And plus neither for a, do a I. And it's I rarely splurge on beer. This is one of those beers that I will splurge on just because it comes out once a year. And honestly, I'd rather drink Hop Slam than Pliny the Younger. Oh. Just saying, I would rather. So you know, if you if you told me I could have Hop Slam at the source, Pliny the Younger at the source, I think I would do Hop Slam because that uh, that source? to me extru- that that to me is exciting. Yeah, you know, Younger at the source. I don't, I have, don't know. Have you been to Russian River? I have. Okay, and I feel bad. Russian for River going. was. I mean, I went right after I started working for Stone, and I was. I think you know. I heard so much hype behind it, right? Pliny the Elder had never had it. Um, all the s- just stuff about, or actually, no, I had had it at the time, but I didn't think that wildly yeah. of it, you know. But we yeah. were gonna go to Russian River anyways, and so we walked in the door. And I was like, "This is a fucking pizza place." I was like, "This is a fucking pizza parlor." This is fucking I, pizza port. Yeah, and I was like, "What am I? What the hell?" Like, I was so blown away by how underwhelming it was. Yeah, I mean, and it's not to say that we didn't have a good time there. Had pizza, had some beers. Took some stuff home, had a nice time, but we didn't wait any lines because we weren't there for any major releases or anything. So we just walked in the door like any other person. Yeah. And we had a good experience there, you know. And I liked Russian River, but I did not walk out of there going, man, that was the fucking best shit ever, you know. I They we- even limited us to six uh pliny the Aww. elder because i was gonna buy some for friends you yeah. know take some take, yeah. and they said they only six per table and i was like really there's two of us i was like can we can you buy a 12 pack worth but i mean it wasn't that big of a deal we bought some i think we took blind pig home too so blind yeah. pig's my favorite russian river beer which honestly i think it's to me i think blind pig is a, another solid another God. solid ipa and so I, good. I almost think that in in certain aspects is better than pliny it is but, and it gets not as much love or recognition man people are gonna get really mad but blind pigs better than elder and younger okay you heard it here it's first more, it's more drinkable yeah so everything all the time we're claiming right now that and yeah. if you find blind pig on draft it's fresh that it never oh, yeah. stays on it never stays on. Yeah. And you know, Russian River has, that's a great part about Russian River is most of their hoppy beer doesn't stay on draft too long. So mm-hmm. you know you're going to get it relatively fresh. Yeah. And people need to wake up and actually start thinking, hey, you know, am I getting this beer, which is, a, I'm sure, a fear of a salesperson is, am I getting this beer at the freshest point or is this beer even great on draft? I mean, I sold it. And if I see it there two months from now... I mean, we always, as people who we're trying to make sure that quality is is an aspect of, you know, of whatever you're selling, right? And you don't want to oversell. You don't yeah. want to undersell. It's a tough little space to live in. But at the same time, at least in my own personal philosophy, I never want to sell product that somebody doesn't need. You yeah. know what I mean? And especially if it's a, a beer style. For example, if we're trying to sell a brown ale or a scotch ale or whatever it is and they go hey, you know i was like hey i think that you guys would should carry this they'd be and if the owner straight up tells me we are we never sell brown ales like customers never buy it i go well okay never mind like i would rather you buy something that you can sell so if yeah. it is an ipa then that's the that's the beer for you you know it's like 
it's something it's actually the thing i took away from stone it was like a little mantra that stone used to have when they first started which was right beer right account yeah right where stone eventually changed their mantra to please sell it everywhere <laughs> sell 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 <laughs> sell it everywhere and don't ask questions yeah, yeah. so but it, at the beginning that's what it was and it was like sell the right beer to the right account because it's important that they move through the product you know and it's important that they they have fresh beer on it at all times fresh beer should be like the number one thing like that would be my terrifying moment because like i i was in the target express with my boyfriend and i was like if i ever can or bottle my beer and if i ever see it on the floor of a target i'm gonna rage like nobody's (laughs) business and you'll be the only person who knows why right and so i just can't imagine and you know doug from society you know i've heard him talk about because you know what people give doug and travis and Mm -hmm. the whole staff there a lot of shit because hey why can't i find your beer on shelves Mm -hmm. well guess what they don't want to see their beer on the shelf right and i think that that for months but that makes sense right because again it comes back to the the fundamentals of what a brewery is and what what they're trying to do and that's people like travis who are saying yeah, I could increase my profit margins by creating cans or yeah. bottles of beer, but do I want to do that and watch the beer go die somewhere? No. You know, and I think that's really valuable for him to say we're going to do a couple special releases in in bombers, you know, 22 ounce bottles, yeah. even though that's sort of a dying format, it's still nice for them to say this is what we're going to release, we're going to release a small batch of it and you can buy it at the brewery and maybe find it at a couple stores, but for the most part that's it, you know. And I feel like people don't appreciate that. We know how many San Diego only like experiences do we have? Like society, right? I think that but Stone it, is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Ballast Point's on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, I think that the problem. I mean, or it's not the problem. It's just that those are big kind of commercial beers now. Where even though they're they're like, for example, uh, even though Stone is still independently owned, yeah, they're a corporation. When you hire people from HP to come and help you run your business, it, you're now a corporation, whether yeah. you're your own corporate or not. I mean, they're independently owned, but they're a corporation. And Ballast Point has obviously been purchased. A lot of these big breweries that sell all throughout the United States have been purchased, or you know, like our big. It's all big beer, right? So, what do you think Green Flash is now? Then Green Flash they is pull, now that they pulled their distribution. What are they? Well, the thing is that they didn't completely pull it, and they are pulling back in a big way. So I guess time will tell to say, are you guys a large brewery? Are you a mid-sized brewery? Like Carl Strauss, for example, is considered a mid-sized brewery. They've been around for almost 30 years, but they've got brew pubs all over the place. And so I don't know... I want to actually. I've never read for like the Great American Beer Festival. I've never read what the stipulations are that 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 state what categorizes you as a mid-sized brewery. Yeah. Is this the only facility that you brew? Like their main production facility is that what is categorized as their brewing area? Because for example, the brew pubs brew beer. Yeah. So like that applies to Pizzaport, right? Pizzaport's got multiple locations. Does that not count to their brewing footprint? Yeah. Is it only the main production facility that gets counted? I don't actually know. So I would have to I'd probably look at that like in the in the the Great American Beer Festival rules and see how that gets categorized. But with that being said, these are like they're somewhat large companies, but when you pull when you say, "Hey, we 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 reached out and we tried to do this and now we're pulling back hardcore to like because it wasn't working." 
what kind of what status like state are we in you know like where are we at yeah. i don't know is green flash still considered are they considered a midsize i'm i mean i don't i don't think i know i don't really yeah. know green flash's identity anymore like what's their brand i don't know i mean i think that they probably having an again it's sort of a bit of an identity crisis after all these years i think that they were trying to market themselves as this and they probably hired a bunch of people who were being paid really well to come in and help them market right you saw them their packages go really plain jane and in bright colors and it just says green flash and it says double ipa or west coast or whatever and then um it says all the you know it says all these different things um and and then they and then they go okay this is what we're trying to do to make it marketable to like a large crowd and then and then did it work it did it didn't work to a to a certain extent, it's working a little bit, but it's not working on a, on a massive scale, right? Yeah, it's not working off of the entire United States. So, where do they? Where do they, what do they do? I mean, I, I don't know the answer for they them. You bought know? Alpine. They should. Alpine was a cool brand. Can you think about that? What would be kind of scary is that if Green Flash goes under, they could take Alpine with them. Pretty much. I didn't. I, I didn't think about that until yeah. now. But you're right. I mean, they could take Alpine with them, and Alpine's a if you want to talk about like indie beer, whatever that hashtag got created, I mean, that was a brewery that you had to go um, out 30 minutes out of your way, go to a brew pub, stand in line, go get beer, and then go get barbecue. Right. And they kind of ruined that. No, no, like they did. They yeah. ruined that whole experience. I mean, I, I think there's people, there's like uh, famous, there's a, a guy that's well known in town, Bobby Matthews, uh, who was like the biggest, he was the cheerleader for Alpine and he was like the biggest, he's like the very sociable dude, gets around a lot, really good at like helping, helping like sell the beer, essentially. His job was just kind of, you know, he's the the vibe guy for, for Alpine and as soon as, as soon as green flash took him over he talked about how much it changed and eventually he just wasn't with them anymore you know and he, yeah. he he's gone off and done his own thing now and he's not even in the industry anymore but at the time he was like wow it's not it's, this wasn't what it, what it used to be you know yeah you gotta have your cheerleaders for your brand mm -hmm. um i think the corporate mentality can ruin can ruin what your brand you know what it is yeah in an effort to grow your business and to grow the market and to change things all of a sudden they go well we need a pro somebody to come in and tell us how we should do this and sometimes it works and other times they completely lose their identity so i think that there's something to be said about the small independent craft brewery and how you like your desire to grow, I think is really what matters, right? So society is a good example. What does society have planned for? They've been around for five years yeah. about, okay? So what do they have planned for the next five? Do they just want to sustain what they have? Do they want to grow their footprint? I mean, the question is, you know, obviously they've probably got a plan in mind, but if they want to try and go somewhere like the likes of Stone, you'll see a quality difference you'll see like for modern yeah. times is actually a great example modern times when they first started was making i mean they're only we're they're gonna hit five years this year they were making incredible beer like when they first when they first started and they just it was something 
it was just something else. It was like beer I'd never had yeah. before, you know. And nowadays I can't even. I don't almost don't want to drink any of it. Well, and I I feel like I feel a little bummed because I really like thought they were something unique and special, and now I don't even want to try the next new thing. You I know? think that uh, modern times has lost lost you as a fan. I think they need to come win you back. Get a boombox, stand outside your door. If somebody from Modern Times does that, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Dude, <laughs> someone's going to steal that. I know they are. God damn. Modern Times steals everything. But no, no, here's the thing. When you scale up in production, I think it's hard. I think the quality is an issue. Like, it, it, I, people don't realize I that when you think, scale up beer, yeah. it's hard. You have to know. And if you can get those hops. Well, that's the thing, too. The hop pro. Like, I used to think... When I first tried Blazing World, it was like no beer I'd ever had in my life. Yeah. And I was like, this beer is mind-blowing how good it is. It was like the base of a double IPA, but it was like that amber quality, so it had that like subtle sweetness, yeah. but it had this like, amazing aroma and hot This character. isn't a commercial for Modern no, Times, No, no, no. I was like seriously like drooling over this beer, how fucking good it was. And honestly, I, the last time I drank Blazing World, I was like, this is like a weird- This is a blazing s- mess. <laughs> I was like, this is a syrupy, weird thing that I don't, I couldn't drink. I was like, once I finished, I was like, this is not the yeah. same beer. It's not even remotely close to the same beer. And I, I was like, I, 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 after drinking so much beer and trying so many different things, I have a hard time loving things now because I feel like I'm a little jaded. Yeah. I've tried so many beers. So when I drink a good beer, I almost feel indifferent to it. I go, this is good. <laughs> and exactly. Kinda, and that's and what we're talking like, about with Russian River. We're like, this is good. Yeah. I kind of blink and I go, this is good. I guess I'll drink another one. But I don't go, oh, shit, this is good. Like, you yeah. know, I don't think I, f- I find the, I think my amazement for it is gone. And it's, I feel weird about it. But I go, I've just eventually, I've hit this weird stride of going like, I know, I can almost trust that Hop Slam is going to be good every year. Hopefully that Bells hasn't gone off the rails. And, you know, and I go, man, I'm going to drink some Hop Slam because I know I'm going to enjoy it. And it's and I'm enjoying it, you know. And I think that's important. But I I, I don't. But again, I'm not like shitting my pants over fucking over Hopslam, you know. Yeah. It's all something that I'm going to enjoy. Like that surf stop. I want to drink another one of those. It was a good beer. I want more of it. But I don't. It's nothing that's changing my mind about what craft beer. It's not. It's not revolutionary in any way. Well, you know? I mean, basically, we're sixty years old right now. <laughs> we're like beer. the old people. Yeah, we're exactly. the old yeah. people now because, like you said before, in the nineties, yeah, that's when craft beer started to explode. Totally, that's yeah. when we were growing up. Granted, like we weren't twenty-one or whatever, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but we grew up with this. So now our generation's like, well, we've already done our thing. We already know what we like. Mm-hmm. We want to drink more of what we like. We don't necessarily need another fucking hazy beer totally but the young crowd the young crowd's all about taking pictures first of all taking pictures of beer is a huge thing now. Uh, yeah and I'm, i you know i'm i'm not very good at instagram but my You're own not. my no i'm not i'm just oh, okay. i don't instagram on a regular basis Me either. yeah i'm not a good i'm a little lazy when it comes to social media as a whole I think that there's a lot of sites and i feel like i'm not good at any of them really i use twitter more than anything but I'm bad at just keeping things up to date and going. Like even my own website, which this is like where this podcast posts. Yeah. I forget that I can post on it. I, I swear to God, I just forget. I'm like, man, I want to make this post about this thing. And I'm like, what's what? 
thing should I do it on? I'm like, do it on your own fucking website. And I constantly remind myself that I need to do that. But it's it's something that I just forget about because I'm sort of bad at social media. So like Instagram, I was taking pictures of beers for a long time, especially when I was working for Stone because we're in distribution and we get all these different items. So I was just taking pictures of thing, new things, new things, new things. And at my Instagram feed is just like eh, picture every like one one once a yeah. month maybe you know and it's like i just don't i mean i don't have a huge following and that's okay with me like i'm not like looking for uh eight thousand followers it's you not want really, to go viral it's not really my interest no i don't okay. really care about it and honestly like we, you know like things like this podcast and stuff like that we i do it for the enjoyment of it or the interest in wanting to create something or you know create content for the internet yeah. or create something for the website but i'm not doing it because i'm expecting to be famous tomorrow that's not the, well that's i want to be famous well that's good so tell your friends and you can so, you, yeah you, you i will get, tell everybody you gotta let everybody know so we can yeah. become internet famous yeah, and, i want to be internet famous first of all <laughs> this is the only reason i'm doing this nice second of all i you know i'm not good at the ig as the kids call it i'm not good i i love twitter What's the IG? I'm sorry. The Instagram. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. The Instagram. Got it. You know, okay. yeah. you know, I'm not surfing for likes, you know, <laughs> but on Twitter, I love Twitter. Twitter is a back and forth engagement, but man, Instagram is really rough because you only get to post a picture and a caption and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, as for example, the whole boobs thing. Mm-hmm. You saw that, right? Boobs? No, I missed it. As Cosmic Brewing, I guess they're out of Washington State. They okay. posted a picture of like, oh, this is the strongest button in the world, but it was it was a picture of a woman's boobs. Oh, okay. And uh, people were like, what the fuck is this is shit? Is that what you do with boobs? You press them? Is that you like yeah, you push you, a button? Or you push a button and they explode <laughs> in your face and give you a black eye. This is the second way, kids, to get a black eye. I've taught you today. Go to Hooters. Press the boob. Press the boob. <laughs> but I mean, it was weird because they're like, not all of our posts can be about beer. Uh-huh. And it's like, why your brand isn't boobs? Uh-huh. If your brand was boobs, I'd be like, cool. Like, sure. this is consistent with your brand. If every beer was boobs. And yeah, 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 boobs related. Yeah, my boob pale ale. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Boob ESB. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm giving away million dollar ideas here, but you get <laughs> you catch my drift here. Right. You just got to get hired as the idea, the idea the person. The idea for, person, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. White people get this job all the time. Yeah. Isn't that what Shark Tank's about? Is it? I don't know. I've never watched Shark Tank. I've never Tank. watched yeah. a no, full episode know. of Shark <laughs> Tank. Is, are people going to get mad? I don't I don't even fucking, I don't think. I don't you know, if you are mad, fuck you. <laughs> but being good at social media is fucking hard. And oh, I yeah, think a lot yeah. of these brewers are like, I don't fuck, I don't even give a fuck about social media that's not part of my business plan well, I, see, f- I see famous people complain about it too right like they're always talking about like how they're trying to maintain all their accounts and i'm just like who fucking cares you know i was listening to this interview actually with lawrence fishburne who is an actor i really appreciate i've been watching him since i was a little kid and he used to be on i don't know if you've ever seen have you ever seen Wee's playhouse yeah he was he used to be cowboy curtis on Wee's oh, playhouse yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. i was i was so i mean i've been watching this guy since i was a little kid and you know he's morpheus and he's like done he's done a fucking a million things and i was listening to this interview with him and he goes he was actually talking about social media and he was saying like i don't have any social media i don't have facebook i don't have twitter i don't have instagram and he goes he goes you know why because my life isn't that interesting and he goes my work life is but he goes, you get to see that. They take pictures of me all day long. He's like, you get to see my work life because it comes out and it's on a show or, you know, movies or whatever. And he goes, but my personal life is not that interesting. It's pretty boring. And he goes, and I don't think you have, you need to see it. 
Like he's like straight up. And I was like, that's great. You know, because I don't really need to peek into somebody's day-to-day life and see like, Oh fuck, they're eating waffles today. Like you don't really give a shit, right? Like you, you everybody's just so, but what if that makes you want waffles? Well, then that you should great? probably become a waffle sales person. Uh, then, you know? yes. Oh, yeah. Waffles but, are pancakes, though. Waffles always. Yeah, I know. Waffles. waffles are just, they've got the little things for the hold the syrup and like yeah. the, the little, it's the way pancakes are just, you know what happens to a pancake? Waffles are like crispy, right? Or yeah. they're supposed to be crispy. So waffles s- sustain the syrup. And they, they hold them and, yeah. and, it, and it, it holds up better. A pancake turns into a mushy mess within like two minutes. Yeah, a after, soggy yeah. mess. Soggy fucking mess of bullshit. Yeah. So fuck pancakes, really. Fuck pancakes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the first stand I'm taking. <laughs> fuck pancakes. God damn it. But yeah. yeah, you're right. I don't think my life is uninteresting either, but I know that to a certain degree I need to promote the beer that I make or I'm part of making. Yeah. Um, because that's just I need to let people know about my brand, and but I also I can't. I don't want them to know about my life. And so that I think it's you know what I think that there's a there's something to be said about that too. Like I have a personal Instagram account, I have a personal Facebook, and I have a personal Twitter. I also have a personal. I have a work Instagram, and I have a work Twitter, and I use those strictly for work purposes. I do not post anything else on them, and I don't post very frequently i post when there's something to post about yeah so i really only use it for those specific and i think that there's a separation and i only you know i think the thing is what people feel like they people feel like they need when whether famous or not famous they feel like they have to post constantly yeah to just make sure that people are interested and i don't i feel like i will post something when i have something to post about and if i don't then i'm not gonna like i won't tweet something or i won't post a picture for six months if I don't feel like there's something to be said. You know what I mean? And if I think it's something stupid or funny or whatever it is, I'll post it. But as long as I think it's of the time and the, you know, yeah. sometimes I think of something and I'm like, I'm not, I don't have the time to deal with this, right? But I mean, if I think of something funny and I'm sitting there, have no, and I can tweet it and I'll, I'll talk about it, I'll do it, you know, or I'll retweet it, whatever. But it's, again, it's not to adhere to anybody's other schedule except for my own. You know, so I think that that's, I think that's where people just need to take that thing away from is that people feel like they have to constantly post so i need more followers i need more people and i'm like for what for what purpose do you need this you know? you're right what yeah. what does that equal in your life i mean do more followers equal more friends i'm not i sure. don't know i mean i don't think it i think it's all um it's fabricated right like we're not really gaining new friends by posting new pictures on yeah. instagram right you're gaining people that are in the here's the ease the ease of for example instagram is you don't have you as a person who's looking through a feed you have to put zero effort into it right you're seeing a picture and you go double click you've liked this double click you've liked it and it's a picture you're going to view for three seconds and you're flipping through it with your thumb and you're just like looking through you're going and then all of a sudden you're it's through and you like you won't register any of it you're like ah i like that sunset like that oh burrito like that you know and it's like it just it's sort of irrelevant but i mean it's kind of the day and age we live in everybody just wants to say hey by the way i'm doing this you know and i'm i'm, I'm guilty of it as well like i i participate in that i just do it really infrequently so i mean and it's like i like to sh- i mean i think in my mind most of the people that i follow or that follow me are friends of mine so we kind of like in a way we communicate with each other to a certain extent yeah there's but then again you get a lot of random people too so randos. yeah you get random people that'll follow you from like i've got random I don't, for whatever reason, maybe because I posted pictures of beer on my personal that are like businesses in San Diego that follow me. Yeah. And I'm like, 
why <laughs> what are you following me for because i posted a picture of beer there's actually a really interesting uh, marketing thing that companies will do on twitter i don't know if you've experienced this but for example if you check something into untapped and it says like you get the ipa badge like level whatever like i believe in ipa yeah. level whatever it'll if it posts to your twitter for example which mine does um It'll somebody like a company like a burger place in Escondido will like write to me and go, hey, nice, nice job on getting that badge. Like, what's the next thing that you want to like? What's what's your favorite IPA? And I used to not respond at all. And now I've been responding with saying whatever the brewery that I work for is is my favorite beer. (laughs) Oh, very cool. But yeah, because it's my personal and I'm not actually advertising anything work related. So I was, but I just don't, I think it's a weird way to market and they go, oh cool, we should stop in sometime and have a burger and grab some beer. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, it's just, I don't know. It's it's a weird kind of way to market stuff, but it's it's happening a lot on Twitter and Instagram, a lot of advertisements and a lot of like commercialism is going on there too. I think you could make, it's funny that you can make or break your business on Twitter or Instagram nowadays, sure, yeah. or even on Facebook. You I know? think that you can, yeah, you can build the reputation. You can break one too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with that, uh, I mean, kind of coming into that kind of like social media and other stuff. Are you? I mean, we were sort of going to break into another segment, but it doesn't really matter. This is kind of open ended, anyways. But were you? Are you watching or listening to anything lately, like music wise, film wise, something like that? That's that's um, anything that you interested in or talking thinking about. I uh, recently started listening to a podcast about Watergate. and uh, Is it all historical? Is it just about Watergate? Or? It's just about Watergate, but like the shit that nobody talked about. Okay. So it was, it's kind of cool, you know, like stories, like 30 minutes. It's just like, hey, did you know that this person knew what was going down? Mm. Um, this famous celebrity was connected here, this person. And, you know, I like to hear about obscure shit like that. Right. Um, as far as like movies goes, obviously Black Panther, you know, I want to see that. You know, what's funny is I, I mean, I watch, I mean, I was a, I'm a comic book reader. I yeah. mean, I don't read them as frequently as I used to when I was a kid, but I still read them on occasion. I have a Kindle now. So I actually like, it's a fun way to read comic books and download them and not have like yeah. a huge, I'm not trying to like save on space, not clutter up everything. Um, so I still read periodically when I'm reading old books, stuff that I've read before, but I follow all the Marvel movies and, um, Black Panther seems cool, but I think the trailers really haven't. If the, like everybody's talking about it right now, yeah. like it's pre-selling all these tickets in there, and it's um, all these like reviews are coming out, people saying like how fucking cool it is. I don't think the trailers have done it really any justice, though. It doesn't really trailers like, have ruined movies. Though. I, I think so, but it's like there's a way that a trailer can be cut to where it can show like parts of the movie that'll make you really intrigued about what it. And maybe yeah. the trailer, and sometimes the trailer gives too much away, or sometimes yeah. it doesn't show enough. Right, like it doesn't get, and I feel like the Black Panther trailers haven't shown anything to a point of why. why like it doesn't. I'm gonna go see the movie, yeah, but it's because I'm interested in the the, the the grand like universe of all this. But I don't think they've sold it well enough. Like I don't think they to the average consumer, I don't think they've done a good job of selling. I mean, although it doesn't have any pro, like it's pre-selling tickets like mad. It's going yeah. crazy, and it's a Marvel product, right? So already they've got an audience that's already established. But I don't think the trailers have done any justice. It looks like a car commercial. Like when they keep showing like them like jumping and there's even a car commercial for it. They're like the Lexus, da da da. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a cool commercial. Yeah, but I'm. <laughs> I guess I have a different perspective about it because I've I've just never seen so many black people in one trailer. And that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Did, I did like you that. see? Um, actually, I wanted, I was gonna ask you. Did you see Get Out? 
I did. I did was you, cheering at the end. Okay, so I liked Get Out, but the thing for me, and, and, and it could be like a cultural thing, I thought that was like a really good episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. I thought that it was like, it was really well done. And it was, ex- I mean, it was awesome. It was like the actors were great, but it was like this really fantastic, it almost was like a Twilight Zone movie, right? Yeah. Like it kind of had that vibe of like these little twists and turns. And I like for Jordan Peele to, to do what he did to be like the highest grossing black director, you know, of all time and all this. Stuff, I think it's really awesome. Now he's nominated for Oscars. I think it's great. Like as a like cultural movement goes, I just wasn't, as blown away by the movie just because of I felt like it was something that not that I'd seen it before but it was like I think for me is I'm not associating things with how many black people are in it or how many white people are in it I don't really look at it things like that so when I watched the movie I was judging the movie as a a whole and not like who was in it kind of thing or how many how many like people of race were in said thing I didn't really think of it like as a black or white thing I thought of Get Out as like, you're right, it's a really great Twilight Zone episode. I thought it was awesome. But I liked it a lot. It's actually a lot more fun mm-hmm. than people give it credit for. And I, I think there's two parties. There was this. a dark humor to it. Yeah. yeah, there's two parties. There's people who are like, I didn't get it. Right. And I'm like, you just don't, you, you just don't get it. Right. But as, I mean, as a, as a black person, as a black woman, there was a little, there was... A lot of parts that were like, and that's the thing is, I, cool. I think that you can. I mean, you will obviously appreciate other, yeah. like even like we'll talk about it once Black Panther comes out because we're we're all gonna go see this movie. Yeah. So we'll talk about that too when after Black Panther comes out because I want to know how you view it or what your perspective is on it because it, it's that's a valuable right. Like I want to know because I I just won't ever look at it the same way. I've never had the same experiences as you, like especially on a cultural side. I'm, there's things that you're going to experience that I never will. Yeah. You know, and so it's interesting to me to find out like the other aspect of it. It's like when women or, you know, people are, like a Mexican or an Asian or whatever it is, when they talk about how this thing meant more to them. And I'm like, I'm interested to know why. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like I, I feel like sort of indifferent to a lot of stuff just yeah. because I've never had to like nobody's ever been like, hey, Whitey, <laughs> you yeah. know, like what? Yeah, it just I mean, it's something that I've never experienced in my life. So it's just something it's really fascinating to see like that there's such a powerful I, I like to see that there's such a powerful thing coming towards especially about Black Panther like it's a, a movie about this you know um, a fake African you know country yeah. that's like that's that's technical like technologically advanced and like so I mean I never even read Black Panther like as comic books go so I mean my knowledge of the character is pretty slim and it's uh you know just through other comic books that I've read where he was a part of it but yeah I mean I'm I'm learning more about it as I even even now so I think it's just giving black people a chance to tell stories from their perspective and that's kind of it, it it should be it should be refreshing it shouldn't be something that's seen as negative oh totally i I don't i think of i think people with get out they were kind of if you don't if you're not a black person if you're a white person watching that auction scene you're gonna feel a lot different than i did watching that auction scene okay and you know that 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 auction scene was actually like i'm a huge bradley whitford fan Mm -hmm. like the the father in it and he played it perfectly but that whole scene was like really eerie and really like and and as a black person it made me mad. Right. So then I get invested in it. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, as a white person you're not really invested in it. You're sure. Like, I mean I yeah, think it's a cult like, yeah. I think it's literally a cultural difference of, of me going, I've never even had ancestry that like 
really had to deal with this that I mean that I've known in my life you know nothing that's ever no real experience there you know I mean so it's hard to it's hard to relate to something when you have never experienced it yeah and it's kind of like I can't believe you know Marvel is actually doing a uh, a huge thing by just doing a Black Panther movie right they're taking a huge risk because they're saying that this black entity is going to be popular enough to make a standalone movie about sure, it. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge deal. Well, they definitely tested the waters, obviously, yeah. in Captain America 3 where they brought him in. Obviously, they got to see some audience responses. You know, because they do all this, you know, they do all this screen testing and stuff yeah. before these movies actually hit the general public. And they go, how do you feel about Black Panther? How do you feel about Spider-Man? How do you feel about all these, you know, and if people are responding well to it, then they obviously like, I think we have something here. You know, but for the longest time, they were saying the same thing about Scarlett Johansson and being in the, the like making a movie about Black Widow. Yeah. And now they're talking about making a Black Widow movie. But are they? They're probably not even going to use Scarlett Johansson. They'll use like her from uh, an actress who looks like her from twenty years ago. You know, probably. it's like you know, and it's going to be. It's not going to be her. Her origin story. Yeah, her origin you know story. I mean. And it's like, but you know, now they're not even gonna, Scarlett Johansson who put all this work into the character isn't even going to be able to play the character that she you know get her own solo movie out of it. Yeah, I mean, you as know? a woman, like, wouldn't it be cool if they just did it as a woman's perspective? And I guess that's what kind of made Wonder Woman cool was because there was less focus on the male actors in that movie totally yeah on the female i think the thing for me is when i looked at it as like like wonder woman i did you see wonder woman yeah okay i just thought the movie was boring and it wasn't it wasn't like it had no i just thought the movie just wasn't that interesting and i thought that as a as a as a superhero movie it just was okay and i walked away from it without like great on the woman side of it like having to be able to have their own movie that's like with the focus for as a movie i thought it was just okay and i didn't have any and it, again, I take it away from like the movie as a whole. Yeah. It was that Gal Gadot did a great job. She was awesome in her role as Wonder Woman. Um, she did a good job. She was one of the better aspects of the Superman Batman movie, which sucked ass. Uh, that movie was fucking garbage. And it's like any of these. She does a great job, and it's great that she's a leading, like a leading woman, and she does an awesome job being that character. But the movie, story-wise, villain, all that other stuff, like it just wasn't that intriguing to me. So I felt I was a little bored with the film as a whole. You know, I think they didn't do, they didn't make it as exciting as you know other movies. It wasn't much of as as much of a spectacle, I suppose. Yeah, Yeah. the villain wasn't. It's it's forgettable. Yeah, as a villain, but I thought it was like. That's a line with DC. They have to if they make a a barely okay movie with an okay experience, like people are going to be like, "Yeah, this is actually sure. pretty good." Yeah, I know. I think so. I think that's like, I guess it just comes down to everybody's going to appreciate something in a different way, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm actually really stoked. I I'm hoping that the movie Black Panther is way better than the trailers have brought it out to be because I I think there's a lot of awesome like it looks like there's going to be a lot of awesome scenes but I know I've yet to actually like yeah. see any real substance from it it just looks like they want to show you like a little bit of the glitz and the glam kind if of thing if they didn't spoil yeah. anything in the trailers good for them if well, this you, is the way they wanted to go good for them well it's like I think it's like Doctor Strange for example the trailers the made, trailers sick. the trailer well the trailers for Doctor Strange funny enough and I, I mean maybe I'm in the nor- or like the minority on this one but I thought the trailers made the movie look like it was going to be nauseating 
like it was like this kaleidoscope and yeah. like thing. But then when I saw the movie, I thought they did a really great job with it. And I thought that the movie wasn't like the best Marvel movie ever, but I thought it was entertaining. And I think uh, whatever his name is, like Engelbert Humperdinker. What yeah. the fuck is his name? I can never fucking. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Benedict, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that he did a good job. Like yeah. once I saw the movie, I was like, oh, I was I was more surprised about how much I actually enjoyed it opposed to what i thought it was going to be so i think black panther might be in the same same level of that it's just like i'm hoping that it's going to be way more awesome than it they're like the trailers have yeah i mean ryan coogler is a good director I'm he not did really... a good job with creed okay so he did creed that yeah. was i like that movie that was good um and you know that's kind of a tired concept if you want to if you if you want to be honest like for my gener for our generations like okay well sure we've already seen fucking rocky four oh, times totally yeah there's only been like 18 rocky yeah. movies so yeah it's like Watching Sylvester Stallone mumble his way through another movie is like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 I don't know why my mom let me watch that movie, but she let me watch Rocky specifically. The very like, first one. Yeah. The first one is the best one. I mean, it's the only yeah, one that you really need to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a that's a like a good story because especially when like in a way the the hero doesn't win. You know. Yeah. It's like he 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 wins. He doesn't win. Like he lost the match, but in the sort of he wins in like a triumph form. So I think that there's like a there's something good to be said about like the what the story of rocky is but yeah. it's like yeah making like five six sequels out of it you're like oh, all right we're kind of running this one into the ground and it's like even like the cool character like apollo creed was awesome and they fucking kill him so yeah. it's like, <laughs> spoilers yeah spoilers. spoilers if you haven't seen creed that's like <laughs> that's the whole thing is it, it, apollo he creed's just fucking son. ruined like oh, 12 what? people's days. that movie's what how how old what apollo creed died in like fucking 1985 it, like when the movies came out, that movie is so old. Oh, that movie's yeah. so old. I think there's got to be there's a year of like I think for spoilers. I think if the movie's been in theaters and then it's come to video, like you can rent it or are those or, the rules? Or I, I think I think that we have to establish rules here because I think if the if the movie is no longer in theaters and it's now available for you to view, yeah. and you can purchase it, then if you haven't watched it, then it's your own fucking fault. Okay, so what about TV then? Does that make sense? Well, I mean, like, okay, so what is what do you think is a fair example for television? Uh, you know, if you haven't seen Lost yet, fuck. I don't know. I have never watched. No, I don't. I don't know. Here's the the thing. I didn't watch Lost, and I don't care. So if you want to spoil something about Lost, go fucking. Okay. Okay. So if something's on, okay. Uh, let's see what's on right now. Of the Good Place. Okay. I'm watching it. So I'm watching. I like the show. So if I spoil it. Well, it's active, right? So are you going to talk about the episode that just happened? So are we are we talking yeah, about Yeah, la- but you kind of can't talk about the show without spoiling it. Sure, but can we talk about like could you so they're in season 2. Yeah. Could you talk about last season and functionally say, "Hey, I don't know. Hey, you I should be able to." Season 1 has been out. It's been out for over a year. Yeah. You should have fucking checked it out at this point. Yeah. Or like Stranger Things or anything like that's You're on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you should be able to say, "Hey, season two's over. We need to be able to have some type of discussion about this, right?" You're right. Okay. So I think that's like okay. Yeah. By the way, spoilers. Fucking everybody in Lost is dead, right? Yeah. Okay. Everybody in Lost is, is dead. Is that what it is? They I all just died fucking in the ruined. Uh, no, no. I I heard this a while ago. Okay. I never watched a show, but I and heard that that was. And in the good place, like everybody. Everybody absolutely is dead on that one. And in yeah. the bad in the bad place. <laughs> So yeah, or the medium place or whatever. Whatever they keep they keep jumping through hoops here. Yeah. So yeah, I'm behind on that. show You know what's though. funny? The Good Place. Actually, I like that show. Um, I'm wondering how they can keep it going for multiple seasons. I know it did get renewed for season three. Oh, it did. But I am yes. It, but I'm curious to see how far they can drag this story out. You know what I mean? The first season makes a lot of sense because of the twist. But if you haven't, I feel so yeah. stupid because I didn't know the twist. Like 
I a friend of mine was like, yeah, I knew it. The Did you second guess it? See, I think some people. I didn't were, guess it. I was like, for me, what? I was just waiting to see what happened next. I don't think I guessed that one. I don't. I don't think I caught well, on to that either. I, I think this whole thing of uh, having a show where you don't know the concept of it, like Westworld. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this. This so, versus Westworld. Okay, I don't like Westworld. Did you... Okay, but did you ever see the movie? No. Okay, the movie from like 1978, yeah. or I think it's like 78 or so, that's an awesome movie. It was... Um, it's it's a rad movie, and it encompasses the entire uh, idea and concept of the, of the story, and it, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I thought that was great. I watched the first season of Westworld, and I was like... Why the fuck is this show happening? Like, I honestly walked away from that first season going, people were raving about it. Like, they've yeah. never seen anything like it. And I was like, there's a movie that was made in the 70s. I think you can all just watch that and kind of get the concept. And the thing is that if you have never seen the film, um, without really, it's not really even spoiling anything, there's other worlds. So there's Westworld and there's yeah. Rome World and like medieval world and all this stuff. So the thing is that does the show want to try and take you into these other places or is it just going to spend all its time? Well, in this, that's like... what I heard season two is going to be oh, about really? a different okay. world. But, you know, Westworld didn't work for me, but I, I didn't really enjoy was, it that much. Yeah. I heard there was this people were just like, fuck this. I want to know what's happening. So I'm going to break it down and I'm going to investigate and I'm going to do all this shit. And it's like. That's cool. It didn't but do like, anything. I don't. For me, so. I didn't care about it that much. But the good place, I can rewatch that and be like, oh, they were trying to tell me right there that that's what. Sure. Yeah, and I think you can probably. I think a that you more could. Enjoyable. You could rewatch the first season and go, oh, oh, oh. Especially yeah. with someone who hasn't seen it, I think there's a lot of joy in that. Right. And a lot of joy in being like. Well, you know what's you know what the funny thing was the only thing I didn't really guess the outcome, but the one thing that I did notice or I made a comment about when we were watching the first season yeah. was. These characters are kind of dicks, and I was yeah, like, I know, and like, I was like, how are they all in the good place if they're all kind of shitty? Yeah, and I was like, is this just some like inner joke here? Like by the, I was thinking it was just like the writers kind of playing a joke, going, these people who are in the good place aren't so great, and you're kind of going like, oh, okay, like it would almost be like a fun little like, yeah. hey, even though this is heaven, it's not really that perfect, but then it turns out that's not the not the case. But yeah. so I was, that was the only thing that I noticed besides like guessing the actual twist. It was just going these characters are kind of shitty you know and stupid and whatever in their own yeah. way yeah right so i mean there was like that that aspect of it but yeah i mean i i don't know i think that as as spoilers go i feel like there's got to be a point where you can say once said like it's one thing to talk about a show where the new episode's coming next week kind of thing but it's another thing to say hey this show's been out for a year or this movie's been is available for rent you know you should have checked it out so i mean what's what's the barrier you know what i mean so i guess it's a year is good. Okay. For a year mean, for in a general, movie, anything. Yeah. A year for a movie, TV, like go fuck yourself. Right. If it's all available at once, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Right, right, right. So yeah, I think that just it comes down to a, a lot of the. I don't know. There's a there's a there's a fine line of when people think that it's acceptable to to. You know uh, what's funny is my mom is one of those people. I don't know if there's a cult or anything out there like that, but she will. <laughs> Take a book, uh-huh. flip to the end, read the end, and then no shit. read the book. So she likes to. There's a little, you know, there's like an old saying, kind of like read reading books from like the back to the front kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I've heard of people saying that they like they like to read like the last chapter and then start the book. Yeah. So it's like, but I mean, the context is weird, right? Do like, spoilers ruin anything for you? Because for me, they don't. I mean, 
they make me more anxious about you getting to that part of the story. I guess it depends. Um, sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I want there to be a surprise. So, I don't know. Like, I'll use the new Avengers movie as an yeah. example. Um, there's something I know about the movie, and it's not really about the story, but it's about the actor. Uh, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, his contract's up with Marvel. So the assumption is they're going to kill Captain America. Now, do I know that's actually going to happen in the movie? I don't. I'm assuming it's going to happen. Yeah. Just because of the con- contractual obligation. The guy who plays Thor, he no longer is contractually obligated to play Thor anymore. Did they kill Thor? You know, these are comic books. You can bring people back to life and do yeah. whatever the fuck. You, know, you can do a new you Thor can cosmic or powers, new Captain bring America. New, bring new people in. Yeah. You know, re-sign a contract, whatever. But the thing is... You know, I'm curious to see what happens. I don't want to know what happens because I want to go into the movie seeing, like, what actually yeah. happens. But I am already made the assumption for myself that these characters, in some way, shape, or form, aren't going to survive yeah. the whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like these characters have... But because the actors have contract. So, I mean, there's a certain aspect of me going, okay, I kind of already know, but I don't really want to know all of it. Because I want to go see the movie and let its own surprises just, just happen, right? I think it's, so. I think movies are different for t- from TV. That's what we're saying. Like, TV spoilers, I mean, really TV shows, I mean... Dexter turns out to be a lumberjack, but do I recommend the fucking <laughs> so first spoilers. three season of, oh, the of first, Dexter? So that's the thing is I've actually told people, there's people asked about Dexter specifically. Yeah. I watched the first four seasons and then stop watching then that just show. just stop watching. Yeah, because the show turns to utter garbage after the fourth season. Although that season, the, the fourth season leading up to the, with John Lithgow as the like crazy yeah. murder, he is fucking awesome he does a fucking amazing job and he's scary like he's a scary fucking crazy killer also creepy yeah he's but he's a great i mean i consider him like one of the like better actors in the world right now and uh he's been around obviously for a long time but um that's something that say like yeah dexter really doesn't live up to its whole like what it was building towards so yeah watch the first seasons enjoy how good they are and then don't watch the rest (laughs) like completely let it go so speaking of spoilers okay so my boyfriend jack i'm gonna call him out right now (laughs) we'll be watching a show yeah and he'll just jump on wikipedia and just Hey. Just like, oh, by the way, this happened? Yeah. So, yeah. no, I can't do that. I can't. Me yeah, you know, I'm I like, wanna... stop. Stop going on Wikipedia. Stop. One thing stop I, it. One thing I do like to do is if we're watching a movie, I do like to read trivia about the movie, but I don't try. I don't read any spoilers. Good. So, I'll go on to IMDb, and I'll read about, like, production notes and stuff saying, like, oh, they spent $150 million on just this scene That's or something like different. that. I like to read stuff about that, but there's a... So if you read IMDb trivia, yeah. in the trivia section, you read, 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 and then all of a sudden it goes, the next section below is all spoiler. Yeah. Or it could be spoilers, right? Because it's going to pertain to something that maybe you haven't watched out of the whole film. So I'll usually read that section after the movie's over, just to make sure I don't ruin anything specific. So I usually, on spoiler sides of things, I like to read the trivia, but I don't like to read anything that's going to actually ruin the movie. Yeah, I So do. I think, I, I don't know, I feel that way with TV and stuff. It's like, I don't want, I'm watching it to obviously learn about the story and the characters and whatever it is. You know, it, either way, episodes or not. And I don't necessarily want to know that this character does this or becomes this or does... You know, it's like, I want to watch the natural progression of it. I don't need it told to me unless I don't care. So, like, Lost, for example, I don't give a fuck about Lost. So, when Lost was over, 
I went on and be like, okay, what was Lost? Because I watched like the first two episodes of Lost, and I was like, nope, don't care about the show. Well, you're a revolutionary. I watched no. We, my dad and I were watching it. We watched the like the oh, the first thing, and there was like a they crashed on the island. There was like a polar bear, and like yeah. I was like, oh, don't care about any of this. And I think there might have been a dinosaur. I don't remember. They lost and, you at polar bear. There was no dinosaurs, okay? I don't know. I can't remember God now. damn it. Might be mixing it with Jurassic Any, Park. Anyway, I don't know. Sh- shame on... If you're the person who jumps on Wikipedia and deep dives into the characters, and you go, oh, so, well, this is the character that... This is this is what happens. And he still watches it. I'm like, why are we watching it if you're just going to go on Wikipedia and like fast forward through the show, essentially? So in the past, in the past on this show, kind of when we get down to like towards the end of things, we've done a, done a little segment. It's a small segment just called like a most gracious fuck you. So really, it's a most gracious fuck you to Jack for yeah. looking up spoilers. Yeah, for really. just looking up spoilers, <laughs> even for procedural shows, okay? God damn it. No, I yeah. totally get it. That's that's super funny. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Um right on. Well, uh I think that we've covered quite a bit today actually. I think we have. Yeah. So I mean, uh, in for in the future, I think we're going to try and do this weekly. I mean, see what Definitely the, weekly. See how the schedule goes. Hopefully, but. we'll start to do this bi-weekly so you guys can hear our our stupid voices bi-weekly. Okay. So we'll we'll start we'll start on that and we'll see how things go and we'll just kind of we'll try to keep the momentum as best we yeah. can. And we're just going to try and keep this going. We'll probably have other people on at some point. I can now actually record up to 4 people at a time. Ooh. So we can really get a, like a big kind of group conversation here. They're the woos, yes. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we can kind of this. We're sort of. I'm gonna just call this like a like it's a new season, a new era of this yeah. show. So we can kind of. We'll hope to try to keep this consistent. Um, you can check out new episodes on rclvoice.com and also iTunes. It update it. They post on the website and then they pretty much immediately post to iTunes. It takes a little while to kind of. I've heard people say that, like they couldn't download right away. Like it shows up, yeah. but it doesn't. So you might want to give it like an hour or two to like really do its thing. I don't know exactly how iTunes works all this shit in, but either way, it's almost it's it's mostly quick after it posts. So um, it's gonna post on Fridays. Fridays are new episodes, and we record when we can record when we have the time. So we'll do that. You know, schedules permitting, and then. Um, you know, share this with your friends, you know, like it, subscribe it, review. If you review it on iTunes, you rate it. It helps us get, you know, it'll help you put into the parameters of iTunes also. So if the more people that rate the, uh, the podcast, the more likely we're to show up for random listeners. So yeah, I mean, even if you fucking hate it, review it. Right. Yeah. We get big and internet famous. We'll just read all your, no, yeah. You actually, we have a perfect place. So E A T T podcast at gmail.com. You can send all your hate mail there. Yeah. Do that. (laughs) Yeah. You can send your love letters, your hate mail. You can, you know, if you, if you have questions that you want us to read on the show, we can, we can go over that too. So that, that's what the email was for. Um, and then, um, do you, I don't know, you want to plug any social media shit or are you just gonna, Oh my gosh, I guess you can reach me at, at black zag zero five on Twitter. So B L A C K Z A G zero five at twitter.com. And you know, if you reply to me or whatever, maybe I'll respond. Maybe I won't (laughs) depending on what day it is, but get at me. I guess we should do like a hashtag E A T T. Yeah, sure. Why not? Or Why yeah, not, you, yeah. Dude? Wait, I mean, if they're if it's referencing the show and yeah, you know, if, if they're going to directly show. tweet at you, then yeah, yeah, 
Sure. And not. I know like 12 people on Twitter. So like fu- <laughs> you guys better fucking listen to this and give me feedback and talk shit to me. So you know, I think we went over too. So we're going to have to cut this into two parts. So Ooh. yeah, because I can only upload. So, so such uh, I think it's like 160 megabytes to Squarespace because they yeah. limit me for some fucking strange reason, even though I pay them yearly to have a website. When we start doing Squarespace ads, we'll be like, yeah. well, you know, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Squarespace. <laughs> fuck you, Squarespace. We're leaving yeah. you for Blue Apron. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So yeah, I mean, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Check out this. Uh, check out the podcast, and eventually, if you know, if we get a high enough demand for it, we can try to put it on like Google Play or something. For now, it's just yeah. I, it's just iTunes right now. For and, now, we're gonna iTunes it. And I'm slowly but surely rendering the podcast and putting them on YouTube, but that's a slow process because it takes a while to render these things. So, but yeah, that's a. Uh, you can find me on anything. It's all RCL Voice, pretty much for everything. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll hopefully catch you. In the following week for another episode of Everything All the Time. Thank you. Bye. Third away from the solar combination, I know that Mars is my king. Space enclosed with tiny feelings, I know my voice will set me free.